Paying off technical debt. Another essay inspired by some words of Jim Highsmith, this time in an article called Velocity is Killing Agility. Here's a quote. The Agile movement has focused on high levels of customer involvement. Basically a good thing, but we've gone too far. A large number of Agilists decry that they can't get organisations to focus on technical practices. But why should that be a surprise when we encourage product managers and owners to make all the priority decisions and then measure performance using velocity? This passage by Jim Highsmith brought to mind an experience I had a few years ago when working as a Scrum Master coach with a team in New York City. This is how they handled their technical excellence and their debt. One, when a team member came across badly written, irrelevant or messy code, including code written without unit tests, during an iteration, they didn't fix it unless it was crucial to writing the code necessary for the feature they were working on at that time. Instead, they noted the file, line numbers and features that it touched and added a sticky note or several to a boxed out section of the workflow board labelled suitably technical debt. Then they continued meeting their commitment for the sprint. During any sprint planning meeting, when a request was made for a feature, at least one team member, usually more as they were all active in reading these notes, now knew if there were any danger areas in the code for that feature. This would be mentioned and discussed, and the estimate increased accordingly. The team had a policy agreed upon with management to never add more debt. Coding around existing problems adds debt, and thus increases the interest on that debt, ultimately leading to technical bankruptcy. Number three, if the product owner still wanted the feature, the team would add all the technical debt sticky notes as tasks for that story and repair the code before or during the creation of the feature. Needless to say, brand new features were coded to the standards of excellence the team had set themselves. This simple process made the code quality highly visible to all. Even without technical knowledge, a simple count of sticky notes told a story, and everyone wanted the count to go down. It allowed developers to produce evidence for any higher than expected estimations, and perhaps most importantly, created an open, value-oriented dialogue between developers and business. I've introduced this technique to many teams since, but no other team that I know of has taken up the practice. It isn't easy, but I'd say it is essential to put this or a similar mechanism in place to create healthy dialogue and to avoid the pitfalls Jim Highsmith mentions in his article. The problem isn't using velocity as a measure. That can be useful if applied appropriately. Nor is it having the business make the priority decisions. They ought to. The problem, as always, is the absence of true collaborative dialogue, without which people are likely to be uninformed, to make assumptions and to have unrealistic expectations. What's this? What is this, Dad? This is the People's Scrum, my love. Audio edition recorded during the coronavirus lockdown when I was sitting in our back garden over a series of sunrises. Some grown-ups might like to listen to it.